Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. Yeah. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on, let's get in the character. Good morning, coffee drinkers. Oh, it's so good. Uh, public I've been making, been making my own cold brew. Oh, you have? I have. At your house? Yeah. I've been brewing. I got a cold brewer. Brewer? Yeah. A gym brewer? No, a cold brew brewer. Got it. Uh, just a public service announcement, folks. Our executive producer is vacuuming something uh, <laughs> down the hallway for some reason. So if you hear something in the distance, that's Mr. Jeremy Robinson doing that's some true. house cleaning. I, I find it admirable that he still vacuums. He does. In his high level of, you know, his position. He likes to show the hundreds and hundreds of employees here at Brickyard Media Group that uh, if you want something done right, you do it it yourself once a year, whether you need it or not. Right. Once a year. Plus, he made the mess, so he has to clean it up. That's true. (laughs) Um, Speaking of handsome men, today is Mr. Robert Redford's birthday. You know what? Speaking of handsome men, why don't you flash up that photo on your screen? Bam. Look at that man. What a handsome fellow. What a... I was just telling you, when you pulled this up, he reminds me a bit of our friend Alex Seller. That's right. Like that smile and the, you know, the dirty blonde hair and... Yeah. I wonder how old he is in this picture because I bet you if we stacked a picture of Seller when he was this age, they're I bet that they would... Yeah. Because Seller at his current age does not have any hair left. Um, oh, really? No, he's bald. I always see him with a hat. Uh, but here's how uh, Robert held up over the years. It's not too bad. That's in 2012, actually. So it's still, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, not too shabby, though. Yeah. We have a um, bunch of mutual friends that have worked with Mr. Redford over the years, and they say he's just I, the kindest gentleman. I have heard the same about him. Um, did you? I want to tell you what his full real name is, because okay. I think it's so distinguished sounding. All right. Charles Robert Redford Jr. Charles the third. Charles Jr. Um, <laughs> Today's his birthday, and he's eighty-four. Wow! Happy birthday! Actually, eighty-five. Sorry. Who? Uh, he's eighty-four now, so that mm. means he's turning eighty-five. Yeah, I wonder when this um, article that I have was written. I don't have a date. Uh, yeah, this is written in twenty twenty. All the stuff that okay. I'm posting is from August seventeenth, twenty twenty, which is uh, close to. It's updated on it. This is his birthday last year that this yeah. article was written yeah. on. Okay. Um, and this is saying that his storied career has spanned 60, now 61 years, and includes countless Hollywood classics from outlaw westerns like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid to political thrillers like All the President's Men. Mm, so good. But he's far from just a prolific <laughs> actor with rugged good looks and a winning smile. He's also an Oscar-winning director, a staunch supporter of independent films. Independent films. And a devoted... <laughs> conservationist yes he is he he reminds me a lot so you know we look at past presidents and everyone looks to jimmy carter as like the blueprint of a life of service it's the cops coming to get us that's robert red for flying to set um he he is the actor version of that like he Mm -hmm. has his entire life you know championed really good causes and like lived a life of sustainability and just trying to like lead the way of like, hey, this is what a good person does. And I'm going to be that. And yeah. I'm going to continue to do that. And, you know, he's not one of those people. There's never been a scandal. There's never been a, oh, my God, did you hear what Robert Redford did? Yeah. You know? Totally. He's, he just has he's lived a good life. Um, 
He also, aside from being an actor and a conservationist and all those things, he is an incredible director. Oh, yeah. Um, he directed one of my favorite movies ever. And I I remember my mom watching it because I was like four or five. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that movie carried with me throughout my adult life. I watched it again when I was in college and at the advice of a friend. Um, Ordinary People, which starred Donald oh, Sutherland okay. and uh, Timothy Hutton, who I have long-standing had a crush on since I guess I was a child. Um, it's, uh, it's, I, I think it's one of the greatest movies that has ever been made. Yeah. So um, it had Mary Tyler Moore and Judd Hirsch. Donald Sutherland, uh, yeah. Elizabeth McGovern. Yeah. And Emmett Walsh. I don't know yeah. who that is. It was considered, I mean, it was publicly acclaimed as one of the best films of the decade. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it got awesome. four Oscars, best picture. Academy Award for Best Director. Um, and that was his breakout as a director. Yeah. His first film directing. I mean, but when you've worked on so many big films as an actor, yeah. I think it, there's two types of actors that I encounter when I'm at work. The people that just stay in their trailer and then come out, do their lines and go back to their trailer. And then there's the actors that like like to watch and learn filmmaking yeah. when they're not yeah. on set. And I imagine that he would be, or he must have been, the type of actor that just absorbed filmmaking. Completely. And learned what everybody did and became an, a director through, you know, the osmosis of being on set. Mm-hmm. But before mm-hmm. any of all that, okay, any tell of me about all it. that, he worked at uh, Yosemite National Park. I think that's so cool. Yeah. When he was 11 years that. old, uh, his mom, after he was recovering from a mild case of polio in 1949, Whoa. his mother took him to uh, Yosemite National Park. <laughs> Yosemite. Uh, yeah. He was immediately. Is that like related to Vegemite? Yes. Okay. Uh, he was immediately blown by away by it and later returned to apply for a job there. Two summers he worked at Camp Curry, now called Curry Village, and Yosemite Valley Lodge and spent his free time immersing himself in the natural wonders of the park. That's so cool. Yeah. Like he was 11. Yeah, he told Smithsonian.com, it gave me a chance to really be there every day to hike up to Vernal Falls or Nevada Falls. That's really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he grew up that way and he just carried that with him throughout his whole life. Yeah. Um, I just read a fact and I, it's totally out of order with anything, but I have to tell you because it's one of your favorite movies. Okay. His uh, fourth movie that he was a director was Quiz Show. Oh. I know how much you love Quiz Show. He directed I... it and it also, he got, he won Best Director and Best Picture. Oh no, nominations. Sorry. I, um, I hate to be argumentative. Yeah. I, I like Quiz Show. Oh, but... You, but I, it's like one of my favorites. I, qu- I quote it a lot. and I Which use makes it, me think that you enjoy it. And I use lot. it in our, our promos a lot. Which makes me think you enjoy it a lot. I, I like to make fun of it. <laughs> Damn you. Um, oh. All right. I was really excited that you were going to be really excited about that. I, I just don't want the general public going like, Isaac's a big Quiz Show fan. I mean, I don't... I like it. It's I think the, the story movie. of it's real cool. It like is. the original story of how that all went down. Um, um, do you know, I'm going to keep doing early Redford. Do it. And I'm going to talk Redford movies and yeah. things. I mean, it's probably no cool surprise facts. that he uh, is an athletic man. That doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. So he earned a baseball scholarship to the University of Colorado. Of course he did. Right? Of course he did. And he went to Colorado, another state known for its natural beauty. Mm-hmm. So that's um, not surprising either. And in addition to track, tennis, and football, he grew up playing baseball, which uh, eventually so everything. This, yeah, he's just like an he literally is that kind of person that he can do anything that he says he's going to do. Yeah, 
I hate those people. Uh, well, it didn't last long. He he does have you know the other side. Oh, didn't of him. he get hurt? Uh, <laughs> I became the campus drunk and blew out before I could even get going. He told People in 1998. All right. Yeah. I was friends with the campus drunk. Yeah. Like I loved that guy. Oh, totally. <laughs> Um, and he either dropped out or was expelled during his sophomore year. Okay. There are differing accounts. He then relocated to Europe, where he spent a year and a half learning about art, culture, and politics from contemporaries in France and Italy. And he's quoted as saying, I was living with a bunch of bohemians, highly politicized, and I'd be challenged by students about my country, and I didn't know what they were talking about. Wow. Yeah. He so, also played tennis, by the way. Right. He played against Poncho Gonzalez at the Los Angeles Tennis Club. Um, Poncho was known as one of the first, like, famous American tennis players. He won 14 major singles titles. And he and Robert Redford used to hit balls with each other. No big. (laughs) Hit balls. Hit balls with each other. No big deal. He's been married twice. He has. Um, Lucky ladies. He met a 17-year-old bank teller from Utah named Lola Van Wagenen. Lola. She lived in his building. The two were married in 1958 and moved to New York City and went on to have four children before divorcing amicably in 1985. And then in the late 1990s, Redford began seeing German-born painter, whoa boy, Sybil. Sybil. Snagzars? I, that looks about right to me. S-Z-A-G-G-A-R-S. Snagzars. Snagzars. Zaggers. Zaggers? Yep. Zaggers. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, Sound it out. So he predicted he'd never marry again. I'd, uh, I'd ha- I have to be careful in terms of never saying never, but I don't think I would go there again. He told people in 1998 he was right to be wary of never. The couple tied the knot in 2009. I would marry him right now. Okay, well, you'd have to talk to his <laughs> wife about that. I think they got divorced. Since 2009? Oh, no. Okay, sorry. Uh, nope, I was Maybe. reading something different. Nope, they are still married. He considers his kids to be his greatest achievement. Can I be a sister wife? Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. It's Robert Redford. I'm going to do money stuff now. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to talk more about some of his like super awesomeness. Um, I mean, he, so not only is he known for movies, he's also known for some of his work on Broadway. And right. he was in the original 1963 cast of Neil Simon's Barefoot in the Park, um, which is... You know, to this day, still one of those seminal Broadway plays that everyone has seen and knows. Um, and it's performed over and over and over again. But he was the original uh, newlywed husband. And one of the other romantic things that he's known for, of course, is his portrayal um, in The Way We Were with Barbara Streisand. Oh. Which has one of my favorite lines in a movie absolutely ever. Your girl is lovely, Hubble. Why don't you bring her for a drink when you come? Oh, <laughs> I like that. I got money numbers. Okay. Hit um, me. As an actor, here okay. we go, on this chart. He oh, was, my goodness. Yes. He was the lead in 31 movies. Wow. So domestically, that's a B, a, a 1 billion. That's a B. 230,576,514 domestic box Holy office. shit. Uh, international, you can add another six hundred eighty-one million dollars onto it. So worldwide, it's almost two billion, one billion nine hundred and eleven million seven hundred eighty-nine thousand five hundred seventy-one dollars in his. And it goes on to do. I guess this is an interesting fact: only six supporting roles out of thirty. But the worldwide on those six supporting is three billion. 
I mean, yes. That's, wow. Yeah, let's get to his IMDb and see what Dang. I don't... Mm, wow. All right. Yeah. Um, I found this really interesting because I have not ever known in my head of Robert Redford being a big TV star, but he has, starting in 1960, guest appeared on... Numerous TV drama programs, Naked City, Maverick, The Untouchables, The Americans, Perry Mason, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, Route 66, Dr. Kildare, The Twilight Zone, The Virginian, um, tons of things. Yeah. I just, I never thought of him as really that big in TV, but he's, he's done a lot. Yeah. I think um, the times were a little bit different a little yeah, bit back then. Yeah. Because I don't think that like I'm a movie, I'm a TV actor thing started until like the 80s. And then I think the late yeah, 90s kind of washed that be- back yeah, out. Yeah, it became very prominent of like, I don't... I don't have any facts to back that up with. No, it's a maybe. Just you know, it's just shot. pure speculation. Yeah. It's fine. I think if you were an actor back then, you just you just did some acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you watch Watchmen? Did you see the first season of Watchmen? I've seen the movie and I've seen a couple episodes, but uh, it didn't really capture me. So... Well... I think this is super cool. He played President Robert Redford. That's funny. It was a fictionalized alternative universe version of himself where he was a politician. And so he was Robert Redford, but he was President Robert Redford. That is hilarious. I thought it was super cool. Um, He In the show's timeline, he became president of the United States in 1993 and was still president in 2019. So clearly they don't have term limits um, in alternative universe world. Um, right. <laughs> um, but in the original Watchmen comic book that the show is a sequel to, it's mentioned that he was a contender in 1988 against Richard Nixon, <laughs> mm. who also continued his presidency beyond two terms. So, yeah. Um Later clarified that Redford himself would not appear on the show and that his name was simply being used as a tribute to the comic, though his likeness was used in the series' first episode. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, he, uh, man, there's just, um, this is this is me scrolling through his IMDb. It's insane. I mean, what a career. I it's, mean, it's ridiculous. It's baffling. And now he's currently got so many things that he's producing and executive producing. Yeah, yeah. That, um... Is he me, producing a lot of those through his production company, Sundance Productions? I would assume so. <laughs> Which brings us to the man also created the Sundance Film Festival. That's true. He was one. He's well, one of the creators. Um, he's not the only one. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the what has arguably become one of the biggest film festivals in the world. Um, it was founded by Sterling Van Wegenen who is head of Robert Redford's company, Wildwood, and John Earl of the Utah Film Commission. And it started in 1978 in Salt Lake City, Utah, or right. shortly moved to outside of Salt Lake City to Sundance. And Utah. it is the largest independent film festival in the U.S. with 46,000 people attending in 2016. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, awesome. His net worth, which you know, these numbers are never correct. They don't. Yeah. They don't get to see his bank account. But this right. says he's estimated to be worth about two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Which seems very low. I, it does seem low considering the amount of money that he's pulled in for. Yeah, with all the things, things that he's producing, right? Like, who did we do? We did uh, what's his name last Monday? Um, the guy with the 
the executive producer, Dick Wolf, right? Yes. And he had like, what, $500 million or something? Yeah, something like that. It seems like Redford with all the things he's got mm-hmm. going on. But it also seems like maybe Redford is a bit more of a philanthropist than Definitely. Uh, I definitely. And I, I would imagine that he sinks a lot of money back into Sundance. Um, Potentially, and yeah. So it wasn't initially called Sundance. It was renamed in 1991, the Sundance Film Festival, after his character, the Sundance Kid, from mm-hmm. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Um, yeah. Hmm. He's got a problem with his liver. That doesn't make me very happy. Yeah, his liver disease. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. He needs, he's one of those people he needs to live forever. Like, he's a good guy. We need him around. Hmm. Uh, sorry. There's other things that just caught my attention there that I need to address later. Okay. Um, off air. But what do we got here? Oh, we're over time. We are. I was like, how much more time do we have to do on Robert River? We could talk about him forever. We really could. I mean, it's awesome. Side note, uh, a gentleman, a couple of gentlemen that I work with in the film business uh, have taught at the Sundance. So there's a Sundance Director's Lab in Mm -hmm. the summer, which is uh, where if if you go and workshop a scene, you work with directors, coaches who will help you like take the hardest part of a scene in your movie and kind of figure out how to work it out and shoot it before you go into principal photography. So you're not sitting there figuring it out in front of everybody else. Um, I'm not going to call those guys out, but they have interacted with Mr. Rover numerous times and um, they call him Bob and he's a great dude. I want to call him Bob. And he, he's very hands-on in the director's lab and he comes and he, sometimes he'll act in some of the shorts that the directors are working out and like give them notes. That's so and cool. coach them. He also, to me, he has one of the most um, unique voices. Yeah. Like you could pick out his voice anytime that you heard it. You'd be yeah. like, that's Robert Redford. It sounds a lot like mine. It's a lot. Hi, I'm television's Robert Redford. Hold on, let me do it. Let me do it better. <clears throat> let me do, do it older. Hi, I'm television's Robert Redford. Here with my no. Newman's own delicious no. sauce. I don't. How did Paul Newman come into play? Oh, they're brothers in a movie sometimes. <laughs> Probably. Um, all right. Well, that's Robert Redford for you. All right, Robert Redford. Yeah. Don't die, man. Don't die. Don't do it. Don't. Okay. We need you. We will see you tomorrow. Boo-doo-boo-boo-doo.